calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. Smalls, it's episode 40 of Please Advise. I'm so excited. I um, want to update you on my health. My costal chondritis is doing much better. Thank you, none of you, for asking. Literally, not one person reached out to me. I announced as the host of this podcast that I feared for my life, and literally, not one person sent me a fucking tweet. Nothing, nothing. They, I, do you guys understand what will happen if I die? There won't be any, I mean, maybe Chrissy the front turn and Chrissy, they actually probably would. They're so disrespectful. They'd probably just take <laughs> over the show. Please advise with Chrissy the front. Fuck you we, guys. It would just be like a weekend at Bernie's situation. I know. Where we just have your corpse here. And practically and it's like, already we would, we a weekend would, at Bernie's situation. <laughs> we would just be imitating your voice and moving your like dead yeah. body around like, oh my God, it's Malls in the Please Advise podcast. That's what you'd be doing. That's what you do. Okay. So anyway, fuck you guys. I am doing really well. There was one person I have to say, the only person who ever really cares about me, Tina the Diva, who's our number one Twitter fan. I think she's probably our number one Twitter fan. Anyway, so Tina the Diva hit me up in my Twitter DMs and told me that she too suffers from costal conjitis. And she said that she's had it for, wait for it, six years of her life. Now, I was told so, like Tina the Diva has been through enough. And now that I know this, literally, it, just makes me it like, broke my fucking heart when. Oh, by the way, Tina the Diva is going to come on the show. We tentatively have her scheduled for August. She's our number one super fan. So please submit questions for Tina the Diva because we're so excited. She's going to her annual Disneyland trip with her friends and she's going to come visit us while she's, you know, at the tail end of that. She has to go to LAX by 6 p.m. Um, you guys also, uh, I want to ask you, well, first of all, I want to talk about Wags. 
he's did downward dog like 30 times in a row today. And I was really like worried. So I Googled it and it said that it might be a gastrointestinal problem. And so I know. And so what the culprit is, I think, is that, you know, there's been some budget cutbacks in my house recently. And I always buy Wags Royal Cannon dog food, which is like the best. But it's like, you know, on the expensive side. So I did my research. It is it is really expensive. It's like $14.99 for a bag that lasts like three days. And by the way, when Jackson babysat for Wags, that fucking dog ate so much. I came back and Jackson had fed that dog like two months supplies of food. <laughs> Oh, and he three doesn't know like days, the which no, well, I think he did, but I think that he knows that Wags is a beggar, and he knows that when his mom's out of town, he can get away with whatever he wants, and so he disrespected Jackson and disrespected my budget in the process. So that's why he's eating now. Rachel Ray's Nutrish dog food, and it's, it's been giving him. It's called. It's called. <laughs> it's called Nutrish, and yeah, but the, I read the ingredients, and the ingredients are really simple. As long as corn isn't like the, one of the main things is corn should not be the first ingredient in your dog's food because it means it's mostly filler and it puts a lot of weight on them. So I really kind of did some research as far as grocery bands go. I'm afraid of Imes now, but Rachel Ray's Nutrish seemed to maybe be, and he liked the first bag a lot. He ate a whole bag, loved it. And then now we're on the second bag of Nutrish, but he's doing this downward dog thing all the time. So um, I have to take him to the vet as soon as possible. But I want to say that I did put a teaspoon of coconut oil on his food because I heard that that aids in your dog's digestion. Coconut oil is like a miracle. There's literally nothing you do not do with coconut oil. I love it. Why don't I saw a woman. Oh, my God. I saw a dateline and they had to keep talking about how their these people's sex lube was coconut oil. But this murder took place like 10 years ago. So this woman was like greasing up her vagina with coconut oil 10 years ago. Like, how progressive is this couple? Like, granted, she murdered him, but like they were using <laughs> some alternative lube back in the day. Good for her. Okay, all of this leads me up to my question of the week. How do you guys feel about small talk? I personally can't handle it. Like, I don't have anywhere else to be. I just don't ever want to be doing that. That's one thing I know. It's not that I don't like human interaction. I just feel like I hate forced human interaction with a person that's not interesting or someone that, like, I have any interest in spending time with. See, for me, like, small talk is kind of like a warm-up act to like getting comfortable with the person like I understand why people hate it because it seems a little forced but like I can't be real with someone off the bat but if you're someone stopping me on the street because oh, you want to yeah. no, ask questions about my dog <laughs> I'm like the, yeah. like take social cues you guys yeah. please advise like learn some social cues read a book about it maybe there's a BuzzFeed meme about social cues or something I'm sure there is 20 social cues that you need to know in order to be successful yeah, with other I feel like, humans. Yeah, I feel like not enough people take the temperature of a room sometimes to really get a gauge on what's going on. <laughs> no. I I actually feel, I worry for people that can't feel the temp in a room because I'm like, how do you move like about the world? Okay, you guys, we have a really awesome guest today. We haven't like known, I don't know how long we've known each other online. Maybe maybe only like a couple of years. I've known of you for a very long time though. And her name is Alexi Wasser, aka I'm Boy Crazy. It's me. Hi. Hello, thank you for having me. Oh my God, obviously. Well, you had me on your radio show, which I think that was our first 
communication. Yeah. And you have a fun radio show, Boy Boy Crazy Radio. It's like Loveline. It's like a call-in advice show. You Which were kind of cool. You were great. You gave great advice. Thanks, girl. Yeah. I know. Which I like why overtook. she does this podcast. Exactly. <laughs> I, I know. It's amazing. We overtook your show. I, I know. I, in retrospect, I was like, okay, so I'm going to ask the questions. <laughs> no, I love it. No, that was Psycho. great. Um, so, girl, I want to know. Oh, uh, shit. We, what? Go ahead. I was. I just wanted to make a note of the shirt that she's wearing. Oh, what? <laughs> that it's like a 1991 animated version of the NBA Chicago, Chicago Bulls. Bulls? Yeah. My brother that had that. That is a really t-shirt. good one. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah I just I'm got like it at Wasteland. It just feels good oh. against it's my skin. It's a really, really good one. Thanks, guys. I'm taking notes during your intro. I was taking a bunch of notes. First of all, I didn't know you were sick. Okay, I'm sorry. Oh, it's okay. I would have, you know, texted you. What, what did you have? I don't get it. I have costal chondritis. So it's a chest wall pain. It's the inflammation of the ribs. Usually happens on the left side. I have it on the right. Why? It's like everywhere from my armpit to like under my boob slash to the middle of my rib cage. Like it hurts all the time. And when I breathe, laugh or like have any sort of sensation that's not low, deep breathing while laying flat, it kind of really hurts. How did this happen? What is this? Post stress. I read one of the causes is anorexia. Like, P.S. So I wish. You're yeah. so I, I was like, I wish, hon. Uh, I want that. It can also be form. from, like, excessive weight gain and also from strenuous strenuous physical movement. So if, like, I was a weightlifter or something. So, like, yeah. basically none of these things like, no... exist in my life except for stress. So it has to be from stress, which means I need to chill out. What are you stressed about? Can we talk about it? What are our boundaries I'm just here? always, I'm always stressed. Like, yeah. that's not a secret. Like, okay. I, I get stressed over everything from, like, driving to, like, big picture plans to, like, whether or not my loved ones are going to abandon me yeah. or, like, if my dog's going to die or, like, if my parents wouldn't take me and if I became homeless yeah. or, like, I have a lot of, I worry about a lot of things. Oh, do man. you? I do, but I feel like now I feel better about myself because I'm not, I sound like, I feel like I'm not as stressed as you. So it makes me feel, I don't know calmer i feel less alone now because you're well, telling me how stressed here's you are it, here it is is that i'm i take <sighs> saturday as a stress day for me because usually it involves me trying to fit in a morning plan yeah then sometimes every other week we do two podcasts in a row that's four hours straight of me talking Holy then i shit. have to haul ass back to glendale pick up my dog haul ass to my boyfriend's house yeah and then like finally i get to hang out with my boyfriend yeah. but from the minute i wake up to the time i go to sleep i every task involved is stressful for me okay well, let's just breathe let's just be in this moment <sighs> thank take you a calming breath hold on you're not even doing it the, wait, you're not even no, doing it. i don't I know how to breathe let's get grounded and the sick irony is is last night i told you i suggested you meditate <laughs> I and know. that's a and you know what? sick irony i did this. last night um yeah we got to tell the listeners uh, am I going to say malls wrong? Malls? No, malls. malls. I just want to make sure I don't mispronounce it. So malls and I are texting and, and you know, I was like panicking about financial stuff or whatever. Uh, that's, that's, I said I wasn't going to talk about that today, but you know, that's just me being real. No. Um, and then she gave me the great advice to like, she said that panic won't help my creativity and ultimately I should just like take 20 minutes out of my life to meditate. I fully felt embarrassed that I got so vulnerable with her over text that I, I stopped 
trying i stopped appearing Girl, panicked with what? Nurse, but then and then you know what i did i set my my uh my timer to 20 minutes uh-huh quieted myself and meditated and then here we are you're, you're a complete hypocrite i can't believe this i, I can't believe you by the way that's what i tell people all the time i admitted that on the neve shulman episode i was like please i have an advice podcast but like my dog bites me on my face while i sleep and yeah. like i have no like my dog hasn't let me sleep in my bed since june because he knows i can hear him in my bedroom so he whinnies and hits the side of his cage all night I have a cat scratch on my nose from my cat, who I also feed Royal Canin, but the cat food. Yeah. I was just taking notes during the intro. It That's is I'm the trying best. To make it is the best. We'll have our come up in soon and just they can have all the Royal Canin they want. Fuck you, Nutrish. Oh, man. My dog's stretching too much because of you. Okay, so we play a game here on the podcast that I think would be really good and kind of related to the conversation we were just having. Okay. It's called Do You Fear That? And I'm going to tell you right away that girls so far on the women yeah, that have you. come on this podcast so far have been much more fearful than the men we've played this very same game with. And you play this with Neve, right? I heard this with Neve. Yeah. On your yeah. I'm a, okay. I'm a big fan, guys. But I'm a fan of the show. You f- All right. Fan cool. of pod. Okay. Yeah, of your pod. Your so, pod. Um, <laughs> uh, so I'm gonna play this game with you and you tell me if you fear that. I'm ready. Deep space. Uh yes. Fire. Mm, yeah. Food in countries you've never been to. Totally. The dark. Mm, sometimes. Unexpectedly seeing a naked adult. No. Clowns. Yes. Sleeping alone. No. Getting caught talking to yourself in the car. No. Because it's like a conversation started with a cute guy if he spots me and I'm on an inn. Okay. 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 Do you do cart flirting still? Like, oh my God. Of course. Okay. See, yeah. when I first moved to LA, there was so much fucking car flirting. Like yeah. literally it was my job. Like I would like You drive- were doing it? Oh my God, I was the biggest car flirt ever when I was 22. Like I would pull up next to any guy and be like, hey. And then like even back in the day, we'd be like, where are you going? And <laughs> Wait, let's do some role playing real quick as if you're the guy in the car. Not that you're very feminine, but let's just do it real quick. Okay. I'll put and- in like car noise. Okay, no, ready? No, picture me though. I'm 22. I have blonde highlights. I'm wearing Lily Pulitzer. I'm at the height of my anorexia craze. So you were anorexic? 90- Darkly, yeah. Okay. I would, but like... But not, in a, I don't know if it was a sick way because I was just being competitive with myself about it. Oh my God. <laughs> is, that, is that different than all the other anorexia? As long as you could fit in your jeans or, you yeah, know, we're floating around. In I jeans. did have to get new jeans all the time. That's so what lucky. sucked because I was like, Wait, yeah. let's role play this thing. I'm going to be the girl because I'm the one who's single now. But right? I okay. You're in a relationship and okay. action. Excuse me. Yeah. Um, do you know what Twikwanga is? It's to the right. Thanks. That's it. That's it. I don't know. I don't know. It's horrible. Cut that out. What's your mood? Like, do you do a sexy eye? Um, I don't know. I think I maybe I flirt more with guys at Whole Foods. Or what I do is, I swear to God, I I can I say fuck on the show? Yeah, yeah. Go to Whole Foods on Fairfax and Santa Monica. Get all you know, effortlessly chic, dolled up, sloppy top knot, or whatever. You know, then I I fuck as many cute guys as possible. And then I'll go home and check Craigslist misconnections. This is with intention you do this? Yeah. And then I go home, check Craigslist misconnections. And I've actually been, I've been mentioned on Craigslist misconnections a few times, but that's only because I'm constantly screen grabbing misconnections that aren't me, putting them on my Instagram to let guys know who follow me on Instagram that I want to be misconnectioned. Okay. You know? Anyway, it's a cry for help. That's my problem. What? Finish no, the question. No, so you're kind of famous, basically. I mean, like, obviously, you got three You got three misconnections. Meanwhile, Malls is uh, picking the crust out of her eye. I know. No, <laughs> like, I know. I'm, I'm barely awake. I'm like, I went to Foxy's this morning with Ed, this breakfast place, um, and he completely just massacred of this plate of home fries by like putting drowning it in ketchup who is this guy is he single my and best tall? friend is he he's, tall 
Uh, he's he's gay. Oh, um, uh, but it, but no, not tall either. But he's very he's dashingly handsome. He just has disgusting ketchup habits, and I will say I fear that. I fear ketchup. You he fears ketchup. Where's Nick? Nick? Where's no, Nick? Uh, the Nick's roommate? Not, he's not here. I'd yet, like but to meet he him. Might, he might pop in. He's okay. at a friend's birthday party. He just right. texted me. Well, I hope he's having fun. I know, right? He is. Okay, probably is. Get Little to- person porn little person porn does that scare me yeah i'm I'm not wanting to know about it or get in there <laughs> germs yeah. germs yes saying a new word out loud for the first time no well yeah. i'm very self-aware so i'll be like is this how you say it is that how you say it but right, i just right, i right. walk through my fear i feel like you know yeah i like that about you that's Thank important you. you have to you have to have that sort of bravery in life and i do um the idea that you might be the only person in your friend group who does who doesn't understand the movie you just saw no i don't care First dates. Oh my god, I get so nervous. I freak out and I, I sweat so much. I'm like a crazy sweater. Do you go on like one million dates? I've been on a lot of dates. No, I just like have sex with people I feel cozy with and like and I don't like dating a lot. So I'll just like hook into somebody for a few months and then be like, oh, I'm not into this. This is not inspiring or thrilling. So yeah. is it because you're boy crazy that you have problems going on first dates or? No, I'm not even boy crazy anymore. Like that <laughs> started, that was a thing a long time ago. And I am a flirt and I am very like, oh my God, I'm going to, you know, talk to strangers and put myself out there. But I don't know. Now I feel like my boy craziness is more just about being a romantic and like the essence of like that youthful enthusiasm about life where you're like, who knows what's going to happen? Maybe I'll meet the next level of my life. And I like that too. Yeah. I don't want to have like, I don't have herpes yet. And it's a miracle. I don't have it. You know what oh, I mean? That's one of the questions. Yeah. No, oh, literally we'll get there. No yeah. herp, no HPV. And no, I was like, either. how did I get through? I, cause I, I just assume that I'm walking through a bomb of herpes yeah, and HPV all the time. How many at guys, any public place. How many guys do you think we've had sex with who did have herpes but we just didn't get it. And they didn't or tell HPV, us. Or HPV. Yeah. Or HPV. They don't and they even didn't tell us. They oh my don't know God. if they have it. I went on a first date with a guy. This is why I don't want to go on first guys dates. Guys don't know. A lot of don't guys the don't know that they can't get it, that they can't be tested for HPV. I went on a date with a guy, and this is like really bad PR for me, but whatever. Um, I'm See, I'm having that moment where I know what I'm about to say is possibly I shouldn't be saying it. But you're saying but it But this anyway. is my truth, and we are going to finish these fear questions. See, you took over my show. I'm fucking taking over your. <laughs> Just kidding. Okay. It's so exciting to meet you. Okay. The emotions will take over next because we have to do our calls. But I want, yes, tell me more. Okay. And then so fears. I went on a first date with a guy and he was gorgeous. I just thought this is the first guy I'm going to sleep with after my two-year relationship. He's so gorgeous. He's like a piece of meat. And I made the mistake of asking him a question. I said, over drinks, I went, do you have herpes or any other STDs? And, uh-huh. he, went, and he went, well, I mean, if you're asking, I, I do. And I just. Girl, had, the same thing happened to me. See, the same thing did. happened to me and I, I said it all light like oh do you have herpes and he was like uh yes I do and then do you want to know what I did or okay, I'll the fuck I'll, out of there no I sat in stunned silence for an incredibly long amount of time like to the point that I just I stared off into space with my mouth slightly agape <laughs> for so long that he said well Oh, I guess I should God. get going. <laughs> oh, my God. My dude said, not my dude, because I didn't have sex with him. He went, I do have genital herpes, and I just got warts burned off my dick. Essentially, he got like, he had no. HIV. Yeah, so he had both, and he was he was European, and he went, what's the big deal? It's so not a big deal in Europe. And I was like, and then I wrote this whole post on my website, imboycrazy.com. Sorry, that's disgusting. But whatever. No, it's what we're here for. About, of just about my fear of herpes and the, fa- the fact that like now I'm newly single as of six months and I'm out in the world and it's like, oh, I've come this far without getting herpes. What? I just, I, 
I worry about sounding a little sex negative. We're not like, doing herpes yeah. stigma, by the way. Oh my God, we have stigmas on the Literally, so I know 70%. When I say this, I say, I feel like I am in Jurassic Park and I'm one of the last three people alive in the movie still. Like yeah. everyone's going to get eaten by yeah, the dinosaur. Totally. I just don't know how I'm, I'm like running at the head of the pack right now. Listen, this is how I feel just to take care of the stigma, the sex negative, positive, whatever. I totally get what you're saying because I got a lot of backlash on my website when I wrote my journal entry thing about how I have a fear of getting herpes. Here's the thing. If and when I get it, I'll walk through it when I do. I'll navigate my life differently. It's fine. I just don't want to get it. Uh, nobody wants to get it. Nobody's right, yeah. in the world being like, oh, I can't wait till I get it. And that's I'd the deal. I'd get it for marriage. I would get, get it, it for it marriage for, too. Like, <laughs> I would I would too. Yeah. If someone really, if I really, really loved a man who yeah. had herpes, I would, that wouldn't stop me from totally. marrying him because you can treat it and like, yeah. you're not necessarily going to get it. It's like, well, you know, like, why give up a love of your life because they have what's essentially like a cold sore? Yeah. Like, that happens to everyone. It doesn't kill you. It's just, uh, it's just irritating and annoying. Yeah. I just, I guess I don't want anything. Like, have you ever made out with a strep carrier? A oh, what? I, What's I, that? I found out later that What's I that? did. Yeah. What the hell is that? <laughs> You're scaring me. What is that? Like, um, you can get I, the strep throat, you know, like a really bad strep throat infection from making out with someone that, you know, was still quasi contagious with strep throat. That used to happen all the time in it college. It happened to me Not to twice. me, but, but like in, co- in college, that was like every girl would just like go through winter with a strep throat. Oh, strep because throat. Some what fucking is that? asshole wouldn't. I thought it's not a big deal. Girl, I mean, I just thought it was like a bad. It's not. It won't kill you. It just yeah. hurts. Oh, no, no, guys. no. And you can get a really. And this is going to be so gross. Um, Just talking from personal Mucus-y. experience. Mucusy. It's moment. very like. Mick's not here. Ew, yeah, it is. Yeah. Like white growing in the back of your throat to the point where. Mine was so bad that the when the doctor was ready, getting ready to do like the tongue depressor to look down my throat, he just like I just opened my mouth and he like did the little flashlight and he was like, "Oh, you need to be on antibiotics immediately." Yeah, oh, that's not so gross, but that's a new fear. I hope that sex was worth it, girl. It wasn't sex. I just made out in a nightclub. Oh, fun! Did I didn't even get boobs? it. No, no, it was just like a makeout on the dance floor. Worth it. And worth it. It was actually because uh, someone bet me. What? Did they know? Can't we Maybe know. this is a sick conspiracy. Like the guy no. who's a Tinder date made him buy his mom, give him mom drug money on the show. What are the fears? I want to know what, I, what I'm what i not afraid of. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway. Uh, so yeah, no sex negative to herpes or strep throat. Situations. Yeah, we all want it all. We no, want it yeah. all. I used to get strep every winter as a child. Finding out that you've been suffering from a severe mental illness your entire life. Uh, no. Watching mold grow on nature shows. No. What you'll see when you look in the mirror. Oh, yes. Lena Dunham's success. No. Dancing in public. No. Singing in public. No. Missing out on events or parties. No, I like missing out on as much stuff as possible. Having to go to events or parties. Uh, Having to go. I don't do anything I don't want to do. I swear to God. I really don't. That's good. That you're a fraud. Um, No. That no one would ever romantically love you if your face got burned off with acid. No, they'd love me still. Mispronouncing someone's name every time you see them and never being corrected. Uh, that's on them, those jerks. Why, why don't they say anything? All right. Well, because sometimes it can be awkward. They should just say something. It's not my problem. I'm just trying to be friendly. Someone told my mom that they had been mispronouncing her name for over a decade in front of me. Like, I, I, I witnessed it. And I, the, like, I just was like, you should have just let her keep going. Yeah. You've let this go for a decade. She sends you a fucking Christmas card with the wrong name on it every yeah. year. Oh, like, no. just like keep going. It was one letter off. Like, that's your nickname. Deal with it. I, I still have family members that spell my name wrong. 
And like with a C? No, yes, with a C or I've gotten K R Y. Oh, that's just that's on them, girl. That's yeah, their no, problem. I know. Really gotta, like, <laughs> that's not great. Um, okay, spending a week in Times Square. Ugh, I'm not, I don't want to do that. Contracting herpes. I'm so scared of that. I don't want that. <laughs> Blindly reaching into a bag of jelly beans and putting one in your mouth without looking at it. Uh, yeah, that could go for anything. Going through TSI. What's that? TSA. Oh, TSA. Uh, I don't love it, but I just do the thing and I stand there and I let them scan me. Yeah. Who knows what's going to happen? But you don't feel like you might have drugs or bombs on you secretly that you don't know about? No. Oh, I do. <laughs> Needles. Uh, no, I, there's a trick. I look right at the needle when you're getting your blood drawn. Cause I love going to the doctor cause I love knowing, unlike men, I like to know what I have or what yeah. I don't have to take care of myself. I'm having palpitations with you talking about oh, looking at it. If you close your eyes, it's scarier. If you look, you have control over it and it's not as scary. It's, it's not as big a deal. So I always look and I take a photo and I Instagram it to get men to go to the doctor and get their blood checked. Go on. That's good. That's a nice, that's fun. Uh, what's in tap water? Uh, I don't want to drink it. But I also don't like Evian. Right. No, Evian's disgusting. Yeah, like like so that moldy. lake is like too pure. Like, like that glacier is too pure for yeah, me. Yeah, no thanks. No thanks. BG. Spending a month or more with your family and only your family. Oh, yeah. I just, I don't want to do that and I wouldn't. Sunday nights. Oh, I love those. That you have bad body odor or breath and no one knows how to tell you. Um, I'm pretty self-aware, I think. And I constantly have Listerine mint strips on me and Banaka breast spray and... I'm just too self-aware for my own good, which is probably Do you smoke really cigarettes? No. Okay. Oh, do you? Yeah, I do. You but here's stop. the thing is that I've had people tell me that I she some says people this as she's popping like a Listerine yeah, like, strip oh, no. in her mouth. Which is a good alternative to gum for the pod. So I appreciate that. I'm glad your oh. addiction isn't to gum. Gum makes your stomach weird and makes weird stuff happen. Oh really? Like bodily weird function stuff. I've I've heard. I don't take care of my body. Um <laughs> Sunday nights. No. That you have bad oh, I asked you this you already. <laughs> oh, commitment. Um, oh my god, to the wrong person. Like I get real squirmy and wiggly. Like I'm like, uh, I don't know. Uh and I, I do this horrible fucked up thing where I make I can be a pussy where I don't not to negatively whatever. Anyway. I'm sorry, I, I didn't mean to put that in your head. But yeah. The thing I do is I, I do this messed up thing where I don't yeah. I make them not like me. Do you know what I mean? Uh -huh. Instead of just being like, I don't want to be in this anymore. I like do all these wiggly, squirmy things. So they'll be like, I don't want to be with you anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. Instead of being direct, I just try to sabotage it. That is a more male trait. Oh, is it? I feel very masculine, even though I'm also very feminine. I agree. Hello. I think I have a more masculine energy as well. It's because um, I'm from a single parent home. My mom was my mom. Oh. So like usually I've heard this before if you are a child of a single parent you take on the role of the opposite gender that's not in the home oh that's interesting god see I I my parents split when I was six mm -hmm. and I live with my dad for a long time and then I live with my mom so maybe I'm totally confused but I do feel more masculine um yeah I don't know that we'll sounds figure, good we'll figure it yeah. out I mean I think that's why for me I don't know why for you yeah you We're, I was trying to trauma bond with you yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no I'm not traumatized I loved I loved yes. all, I got like 24 sev love you like, did yeah because I was bragging. the only child to a single parent oh, so. I'm an only child too yeah maybe we shouldn't be doing this podcast together seems I like know. it could be really weird right no <laughs> we might me. we're like bizarre world versions of each other okay uh becoming homeless um I'm not really scared of it but now I am change uh no i mean i hope for that that something needs to change right <laughs> accidentally falling in love with a stripper or sex worker uh that just would never happen vomiting oh i don't like that bugs 
Mm, yeah, it's crazy how scared I get of a tiny, tiny spider and I'm like six feet tall. <laughs> Being <laughs> fisted. Being fisted in my in my vagina or my bum hole? <laughs> Neither. Either. You pick the hole, girl. <laughs> I don't want to do either. Leave me alone. Get you could be <laughs> afraid of one and not the other. Nick? Literally, leave me alone is my exact reaction. I'm like, oh my God, if someone asks me that, I only wrote it down because I was like... That skeeves me. I don't I'm not do afraid that. of all of these things, but I tried to go for things that I know like skeeve peeps. I don't want to have anal sex either. <laughs> and that's all. I no. gotta go. <laughs> anal for marriage. Uh, usually good, unusually good looking people, like really, yes, really hot guys. I feel. Yeah, I can't. I just feel like a monster, like I'm part of a coven or I'm like the weird girl in an indie movie that works at 7-Eleven because I've got like dark nails and pale skin and dark hair. And I'm naturally blonde. So I did this to myself, but whatever. You're naturally blonde. Yeah, I'm like blonde hair, blue eyed, German like background. Like You look so great with your dark hair. I would have never known. I wish we were like getting some video footage of this because yeah, we, we all look good. Today. There might be some <laughs> online extras. Yes, you do. You look great. Oh, stop. You just got a fresh new haircut. Anyway, I uh, the dentist. Um, I don't love it more because of the bill. I just feel like now that I'm like more responsible with my life or I'm getting to be more of an adult, I feel like every place you go, they're just trying to hammer and like drill, drill money at you. Like, oh, yeah. you got this. You need this. And it's just like, oh, my God, they're going to tell me I own like $1,500 and I'll be too scared. To and then at the, the dentist, they are literally drilling money. They're drilling money <laughs> well, at you. And then they always ask you like oh, it's going to cost this much. Should we do it? And it, you're like hooked up. I'm so with shit. you. You're like, yeah, oh, there's a tube sucking the saliva yeah. out of my mouth. Or they're yes. like, we're, they're like they're, well, we're going to use the composite. But now that, that, that we've uh, drilled the hole in your tooth, the composite's not going to work. We're going to need gold. And that's going to be like, how much is that? And, it's and like your 20. insurance doesn't cover it at all. Yeah. So do you want it? Or? And here's another scary thing. Sorry to take this off track. But yeah. in Los Angeles, because you know my dentist is in West Hollywood and it's all whatever, whatever that means. Uh, it's like they only like me if I'm doing well, like if I have a commercial running or did you right. sell anything or is anything happening? How's your career doing? I don't know if you've noticed that when you go to the doctor in Los Angeles where it's like, what are you up to? What are you, what are you working on? Is there a project? It's like this weird thing that's L.A. exclusive. Where it's I used like, to get that while I was getting uh, my a laser hair removal on my full vagina. So and I would be like, you are a strange woman touching my vagina and you want to ask me how work's going like bitch i like get out of there took an, a, a vicodin i purchased illegally before even coming here today so you told her everything then and probably. like you want you think i want to tell you like oh like i'm like you know i think i think i'm gonna find a a new lifestyle choice like what the f like leave me alone like you already like i don't i've given you too much already you've seen too much of me already well two things really quick i know you're gonna get to the thing my gynecologist was telling me about how Mila is one. And I still go to this gynecologist, but she told me that Mila is one of her patients. And I was just like, does Mila want her gynecologist giving that information to other people? Probably not. And I would assure you that she, she would not, not want that. Yeah. And then my dentist, the lady who works at the uh, receptionist, the dentist is always trying to fix me up with people. And I've gone in there and she goes, you know, I don't know why you're single. Why didn't you just why don't you just like date some famous guy? So you end up in the tabloid. Like she has a whole plan about how it's supposed to be, how you're supposed to date somebody famous. You end up in the tabloids because that's the goal. And it's like, and it's like, I'm just trying to go to the dentist. You know it what I mean? It worked out so well for Haley Glassman, the girl who fucked uh, John from John and Kate plus eight. My favorite. She's my spirit animal. Haley Glassman. Yeah. You've never seen the picture of her um, passed out in a hotel like tree. 
What? No. It's a, everyone Google that. It's like a little tree in a pot in a hotel, and she is face planted drunk into the house plant. It's the it's my favorite picture of all time. I gotta look that up. You we'll gotta, put that on. Yeah. We'll put that on our Instagram for you. Okay. Um. Okay. So, uh, death. Um. Well, I'm. I don't know. I'm not afraid of death because uh, this week I subscribed to the idea that we don't die. Maybe. I mean, this is too vulnerable stuff to talk about uh, on a podcast. Maybe, but. Maybe we don't die. Maybe our souls just leave our body and then something else happens. So you never really, I don't fucking know. I don't know. No, I'm not scared. We'll see. We'll find the out. sweet release of death as I call it. <laughs> I know, right? I know, right? I'm so like, tired. It's so hard. Psyched. Um, knowing what your hot dog is. So psyched. So psyched. Knowing what my hot dog is made out of? Yeah. Uh, I don't want to know. They taste so good. Crying in public? Oh, I, I've done that. I'll do it again. Being with the girl who's crying in public. This question is specifically designed for men, but uh, maybe. Well, yeah. What about a guy? I, exactly. What about a guy, though? Uh, of a guy's crying in yeah. public? You oh were with God. a guy at brunch that was crying. I'd just be like, oh, yeah. I think that would be a little bit off-putting. Yeah, look at that double standard. No, no <laughs> double standard. amazing. Equal. Well, no, it's so it's, uncomfortable when girls do it, too. But yeah. I don't know. I've cried in restaurants before. And like, I think I've done, I know, but I think that sometimes I think with guys, I can usually do it eloquently with my, like I can not eloquently, but like neatly, like I can be neat about it with a guy because like I can be, I don't want to be a mess, but with my girlfriends, (laughs) oh my God, like I'm like Ty in that scene in Clueless (laughs) where she's like eating they're going to go see the new Christian Bale anyway. Oh yeah. I love that movie so much. I love it. It's, it's so good, right? Yeah. Um, Duh. Being arrested for a murder that you didn't commit. Yeah, that is actually really scary. Yeah, And right? also just the cops in general are so scary. And I told my girlfriend the other day, I went, do you know that cops pull girls over? Like, and I, I don't know if you should say these things. Like, rape them. I'm, you know what I mean? Like, cops are terrifying in general. Like, they, they're just, you know, wielding this power and you get pulled over at night as a girl and who knows what's going to happen. That happened um, to Hannah's mom on Pretty Little Liars. It did? Yeah. I gotta watch more TV. Uh, I really don't know what's wrong with me. I thought I was watching a lot of stuff. For those at home playing a drinking game with Please Advise, take a shot because Molly just mentioned Pretty Little Liars. <laughs> All right. I'm going to call you Molly too. Thanks. Yeah, no, we do in and out. We, whatever you want to call me, I don't give, I'll answer to anything. The idea that your worst enemy might be right about you and you are in fact terrible. Um... I'm not. Well, now I'm thinking about that. Yeah, who knows? Probably. I try to look at myself objectively. I, I'm probably my own worst enemy, though. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. No, I'm not worried about it. Heights. Heights? Yes, I'm so scared of heights. Birds. Uh, yeah, they seem filthy. Right. And I, I don't fear <laughs> birds, but I know people like I know people that have like pulled over the car on the highway because there's been like a seagulls on a median. <laughs> I, I have seen that happen. My girlfriend from high school who yeah. married my cousin. Oh. Yeah, terrified well, of good. birds. Yeah, I set them up. Hey, what are you crying about in public, by the way? Oh, like, you know, like when I was younger, if I was dating, I was dated mostly terrible people that were not nice to me and probably did not want to be in a relationship with me or even probably a brunch with me. Um. And like, then they'd say <laughs> something hurtful. Yeah. And then I would... Cry. Don't, don't, or, pick, don't pick at your arm. No, Molly girl, is picking at her arm. I think I have a cancer. I don't think pick I have at a it. Let it be. I know. I know. Well, it's a new mole. Let I don't that know. cancer be. <laughs> okay. I know. Please advise. You're already advising me. Okay. So let's go to our calls. Hello? <laughs> Nick? Hi, moms. Question. I am in a amazing relationship. I've been with my boyfriend for five years. 
you're really happy together. I love him so much, more than I've ever loved anybody. It's great. Um, the thing is, though, I have been having dreams. Seriously, every night for the past, like, two weeks about my ex-boyfriend from, like, a sophomore year of high school, which was a really, really long time ago, and we weren't even together that long. I mean, maybe, like, two months, and it was, like, my first boyfriend, and we didn't really, like, do anything, and he wasn't all that nice to me, and we broke up, and... I mean, I just never gave him a second thought until, like, now I've just been having, like, all these dreams about him. Like, every night he's in my dreams, like, multiple dreams. I'll, like, wake up and then go to sleep and have another dream with him in it. It's crazy, and I do not know what to make of it. I mean, it's not like I'm unhappy. It's not like I have problems with my boyfriend. Why am I dreaming about this guy? Ah, I don't get it. Okay, let me know what you think. Okay, so I'm going to throw this out there. I think that dreams are obviously a byproduct of your subconscious thoughts. And I think that part of you, maybe because you are so happy in your relationship, your subconscious is trying to sabotage you. That's one thought that I'm having. I also think that sometimes motherfuckers just like haunt you in your dreams. Like, do you have anyone? Has anyone ever haunted you in your dreams for no apparent reason? Maybe so. I don't know. I've had it happen with like girlfriends and boyfriends, uh, ex-boyfriends in particular, where it's like, I don't think about this person, but for some reason they show up and represent something in dreams and I don't know what it is. And I would love to not think of this person because I don't, I'd rather be dreaming about like, like, like shopping or like like going through a maze or something like that. I think it's just great she's dreaming because you ever have periods where you never dream? I, so I'll go for like a year when I, I didn't have any dream dreams. for like eight years, yes. but it was because I smoked pot all the time. Oh, see, I've never been a pot smoker, but like I'll go, I'll go through phases where I don't dream at all. So it's cool. This girl is dreaming. You're, I dream every night. You do? Yeah. You're just bragging. Well, I all started day. having lucid fucking crazy, crazy dreams. We talked about this on the podcast with Kelly Oxford. And you know what? Actually, around the time you left this call, there was a new moon and dream cycles are linked to moons. And this is Kelly has a whole theory about this. If you go back to the episode with Kelly Oxford, we talk about this at the top of the podcast because something she and I have always bonded on is like, like she'll tweet something about dreams and I had already tweeted something about dreams or like, like she'll say like at certain times, like are people dreaming right now? And like everyone will respond and I consistently responded because I started having these like, like I would have never done acid as we've established acid like dreams. So I would, it would be like really, it would be really, yeah, vivid. Do you find that? I don't know. I can't remember off the top of my head, but I'm just thinking about this call because I have some advice for this caller uh-huh. girl. I'm not taking away from dreams, but I've got no fun answers. I think, okay, so she's dreaming. She's got this ex-boyfriend. I mean, I would just say, I don't know. What was I going to say about this? I feel like. Can't she just contact him? I would just want to get weird. If you're not married, if you're in a great relationship. Oh, yeah, two things. seventh and eighth grade boyfriend. Oh, I mean, I feel like she should reach out to him and say hello and get weird and like contact him for no reason. She's not married. Or, or no, here's, it was her, she was sophomore in, in high school. In high school. Uh, Molly's okay. not even listening. Molly well, is whatever. not even sophomore listening. Sophomore in high school is essentially seven and eight. I don't care. <laughs> she sounds, she, this woman sounds like 24 to me. 
And that feels like you should not be like digging up high school boyfriends. It's weird. I don't to know. Me. I think she should she should reach out and get weird and just have a weird moment. It could help her writing, but maybe she's not a writer. But what, I don't know what she's up to. Well, here's another thing she could do. This is probably better, more healthy advice. Would be to not dwell on the fact that she's having dreams about the guy. Take control of her thoughts, right? And go. Okay, yeah, I had dreams about him. It doesn't matter. I'm not going to obsess about that or think that has to mean anything. And kind of just go focus on my boyfriend, focus on what's right in front of me and not be like, oh, this has to mean something. What am I going to do? What does it mean? Do you know what I mean? Well, it can be really upsetting to wake up from like, especially a vivid dream. Like I've been having a lot of dreams lately that I've woken up and one night I had such a crazy dream that I woke up and immediately was angry with Derek. Like I pushed him off me in my sleep and I was like, no, you're going over there because like I, and, and then I was like, how did we get home last night? And he was like, what? And I was like, how did we get home last night from the casino? Oh my God. And he was like, Molly, wait, what? And I was like, we're in Vegas, right? And I roll over and I see the nightstand and I'm like, oh, we're at Derek's apartment. But I was so convinced and shaken for like probably like an hour after I woke up after this dream because I woke up and in a moment of full awakeness was convinced I was in Las Vegas. So dreams can be like, I don't know if maybe she's like kind of, I mean, I would maybe- if you got the extra money to throw out a therapy sesh, yeah. maybe ask someone who actually knows what they're talking about. You Did know, you wake up sweaty. I've been waking up sweaty a lot, but I don't know if it's from a dream. Do you take antidepressants? I don't. I think I should. Oh, I no. Well, those antidepressants can give you night sweats. Oh, God. Yeah, I've just been sweaty a lot, but that's neither here nor there. That's just something else. <laughs> so, Cal. Right. Um, okay, next call. Hi, Malls. My name is Haley. I have a best friend's dilemma. Uh, my best friend, Ashley, has been my best friend since junior high school, and it was, like, one of those relationships that just, like, you meet someone, and it clicks, and your brain is just on the same level as their brain, and you wonder how you ever lived with other person forever, and it just is one of those just magical friendships that, like, just will last the ages. Um, however, in the last few years, it will come, like, across some life things that have totally changed our perspective. Um... She recently, well, by recently, I mean about three years ago, got married to um, this guy who I don't necessarily see eye to eye with, but I knew that going into, you know, her marriage that she wasn't necessarily going to marry me, so I'm not going to necessarily, you know, uh, see eye to eye with whoever she married, but he's a good guy, and he loves her, and that's really all that matters. Um, They recently came to the conclusion probably about two years ago that they don't want children. Um, and by they, I mean, he basically told her, I don't want kids. And then she proceeded to tell him that she was just going to buy stuff instead and, like, just fill that void with things, I guess. She told me this, and we've had conversations about it. And basically what I'm getting from this whole situation is that she is now trying to convince herself that she doesn't want children either, even though conversations we've had would lead me to believe otherwise, like, completely. Uh, she had baby names picked out. She had plans. She had... You know, she really, really wanted this, I think, and for him to come and say, I don't want children, um, and then her just basically trying to convince herself that she doesn't want children is kind of, um, I don't know, severe red flag to me as her best friend. Um, now, very, very recently, as in like four months ago, three months ago, I just um, started a family with my boyfriend. I have an almost three-month-old at home now. I honestly 100% don't think she's making this choice based on what she wants. I think she's trying to convince herself to be kind of accepting of the fact that he doesn't want children. 
Um, I don't really care if she has kids or not. I really could give two shits. Like, it's fine. I told her, like, if she doesn't want to have her life completely changed 180 degrees, uh, don't have children. But I really do not think that she is making that choice based on her own volition. I don't know what to do with your best friend. Like, I feel like I should do something, but I also feel like it's none of my business. But at the same time, I feel like it is my business because I love her so much and she's, like, my soulmate. So I just, I don't know. I just have... I'm really torn. I don't know how to approach this, or even if I should. And I really, maybe I just need someone who's outside of the situation just verbally slap me across the face and say, bitch, just, like, get over it and just let her live her life. Or if I do need to say something. And so, I don't know. If you could help me, that'd be great. Thanks, Miles. All right. So it's a combo. I think you are over-investing because you said, I was not going to go with she's over-investing because this is your best friend, but you said two things that tell me that there's a codependence between you guys. One, which was, she's not going to marry me. And like, obviously that's a joke. Like, I think, but I, I, I'm not, you know, you have a family, you don't want to marry your best friend, but like, you're not really in romantically in love with her, but it's that like, that is a, your friendships are very different than your romantic relationships. And while they should never stand in the way of one another, like they're just sort of very different emotional places in your life. And you also called her your soulmate and I call Ed my soulmate, but I believe in having like a few soulmates. So I think that you kind of maybe are taking that a like, I think it's maybe weighing on you a little bit more heavily than it should. Yeah, I also enjoyed how she was making like a left turn while she was, I could I hear know. the signal going. That was really great. Yeah, I just jotted down a few things. I wrote like Al-Anon, how old are you? Like you did refer to your best girlfriend as like your soulmate and you're in love with her. She's your soulmate. You can't marry her. All these like bizarre kind of things that just, you know, I don't know. It, it, here's what I would say. She needs to deal with her own shit. You know what I mean? Her life is her life and you need to not try to overcomplicate your life with some weird codependent, you know, uh, you're taking on her problems. It's up to her to figure out her life. Just like, you know, you could be taking all this energy and moving it back into all the things you want to accomplish in your own life. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's too much. She's got to make her decisions for herself. And it's like, yeah, maybe she won't have kids. That's her burden to, to deal with. You love her. You said it. I'm sure you've already told her this. I'm sure you have no filter and you've already sat down with her, told her how you felt more than once. And if she can't hear you or, you know, that's, that's her business. You know? See, I think the thing is, is that she has been kind of sitting silent because she doesn't want to get in their relationship. And I think that maybe she said it. But if if you just FYI, if you haven't said it, you can't say it more than like Once. one or two times. Yeah, have a lunch. But like if she comes to you and is consistently bitching about the same two or three things and not making a change in her life, like you know, most people, this is why, unfortunately, you have to figure out for real, not in a way to like rush to get married. You need to figure out for real, like, are, do you guys have the same values as the person you're marrying? This is why if, if one thing we can take from this call, it's like do a total thorough values check on the person you are dating before you marry them, because these are the things that will never go away. Like, how bad would it suck to marry a guy and then realize that he's like anti-choice or like says the N-word casually around the house? Oh. Like, how would you feel if you were like, oh my God, I married this like monstrosity of a human? Or yeah. even just knows for sure in his life that he does not want children and and you know, that's something about him you can't change. I feel like a lot of women or a lot of people enter relationships thinking they can change or convince the person that they love 
And you no. can't. Well, Sometimes he started so- to with her because you yeah. want to know why? A woman will always give more. That's a quote <laughs> Who from Rihanna's that? Grand Grand Dolly. Oh, really? Yes. Oh. She said a woman will always give more. Grand, rest in peace, Grand Grand Dolly. So I just want to say real, real quick, though, like, I do think it is within your rights to say, hey, like, I just want to make sure you know that you have options. And one thing you did say that also seemed a little misguided to me is you said you can never take that back. And I agree, maybe biologically, if she doesn't divorce this guy till she's 50, like, and she will break. Like, eventually she will break. All humans, unless she's, like, a complete, like, she should be in a cult. Like, they have a moment where they break and they can't. Have Have you seen enough with Jennifer Lopez? Oh, man. Okay, so... When she's had enough, she will divorce him, and then maybe she can adopt or get secretly pregnant with this guy. Yeah, maybe that's she a healthy have, choice. Like, an international baby moment, like Angelina Jolie, and just like stack them up. That's true. Yeah. So yeah, they're gonna have a lunch. They're gonna talk about it, and then that's it. Leave it. But maybe only if she's talks. I don't think you should take a meeting. Not a meeting, but they're gonna like, hang out and they say, you know, I think it just comes down to communication. Communication between your friend and the guy she married. They should have communicated better from the get-go, you know, and now communication between the two friends where just be clear, have a day where you hang out and go listen. Also, is that not a little like human garbagey to be like, oh, so you won't give me a baby? Well, I'm going to go get this new like Balenciaga bag. Like she said she was going to fill the hole of not being a mother with like his money, like buying personal possessions. Maybe get a couple dogs. I don't know. Yeah, get some dogs. For sure dogs, but I'm telling you, that leather jacket is not going to fix life. That per trust me, you will shove as much money as you want into that hole. It's never going to get full. This just made me realize I'm so not ready for kids. I do not want a kid anytime soon. And I like how this girl like kind of changed her mind where she was like, she needs to have kids. She needs to have kids. I mean, I just had kids and uh, that's a life changer and your whole life is over. You know, did you see how she like, yeah. it was like, you need to have kids then. Uh Oh, watch out. Cause when you do, she just said it's a total 180, <laughs> and I think you have to be very intentional about it. Yeah. But at the same time, as intentional as you have to be before you have a child, you have to be equally intentional to like not have a child. Yeah. Like you can't just like give up your rights at like the border, I meaning w- like the altar. I mean, the altar is the border. This is so great. I wish I knew their ages though. You know, I want to know if we're dealing with 24 year olds or like 37 year olds. This is why we tell our callers. Say your goddamn age, girls. And leave your info. fucking state because if yeah. you're telling me this shit in New York City right now, I'm going to have a fucking meltdown. Like I am. I'm going to say you, this is crazy. What you're telling me if she's like 36 and she lives in New York City, I'll fucking punch her in the face. Why? If she's 24 mean? living in some backwoods ass neighborhood and like this is what's happening. OK, I accept that. But if this woman has the beauty and splendor and activities of New York City at her hands and she's calling me about this shit and she's 30. Yeah. Thir- anywhere, anywhere over 30, I'll punch her in the face. Yeah. So oh, I need to crush you guys. Good luck, Haley. Okay, yeah, we'll figure out a crush for you in a minute. Next call. Hey, Mal. This is Lindsay in Chicago. I'm just calling you. I actually uh, was talking to you a little bit on Twitter earlier today when I was drunk as hell on wine, and you told me to call in, and Lord knows my life is uh, full of all sorts of problems. So I'm doing it right now at your suggestion. Um yeah, the, like, biggest thing that I think I need advice on or that I know I need advice on from you is, like, lately I've been seeing this guy, and uh, it's gotten real weird. Like, we were having a really good time for a while, just kind of 
sleeping around and hanging out and stuff. And then just kind of all of a sudden, out of nowhere, he just literally stopped responding to my text. And it sounds like such a juvenile, like, middle school thing to be annoyed about, but just kind of blatantly out of nowhere when like, things are going good, vibes are good, just, like, no response whatsoever. And uh, it was, like, two or three weeks, and then, like, you know, I get, like, drunk once a weekend and, like, text me a bunch of mean shit, and then he doesn't respond, and I feel crazy, so I block his number. And then I'll unblock his number and say something desperate and sorry and he'll say something nice to me, and then I get drunk again and, like, call him multiple times. And it's basically just this cycle right now of, like, me saying dumb shit and then blocking him and then unblocking him and then him not responding and then him like apologizing or whatnot and again it sounds really stupid but I think my biggest the biggest thing we need to know is is it a smart idea to sort of keep up the cycle you know what's what's the end set have you ever been in a situation like this where it just like makes you feel increasingly more crazy but I'm a crazy bitch just sort of in general but you know this is really, really, like, pushing me to the threshold of thinking, like, I'm a stalker. Like, I'm literally, I wouldn't be surprised if I got drunk one day and, like, put a really embarrassing, like, note in his mailbox or, like, started following his roommate on Instagram or, like, sending Snapchat to his sister who I don't know. Like, it's starting to get to that point of obsession. So how do you end those sort of obsessive relationships with somebody? Or do you end it or do you just let it go? Like, what... I don't even have any idea, and it's just, like I said, pushing me up to the edge. So, yeah, any advice would be great. I just feel like you'll you'll get this on a spiritual level. So thanks so much for asking me to call in. I love you. I've loved you for a long time. Video blog, give me life. Also, I still want your uh, John Benet Ramsey as a bitchy face T-shirt. I think about that at least once a week. Lindsay, you are on a good one, girl. You were on such a good one. Thank you for calling. By the way, you guys, please be that drunk when you call because that is just, we got some blessed info, I would say, in that voicemail that normally, you know, you guys try to be candid, you try to be raw, but I hear that left turn signal. (laughs) You were not fucked up enough to be calling this show. So anyway, you got to hit whatever Lindsay's hitting. But it was also like brief one message, like... It was the perfect call. It was the perfect call, Lindsay. I am so glad you called in. Uh, All right. So, hate to break it to you, he is seeing someone. I'm going to throw that out there because I'll tell you this. Feel relation is back. Few relationships back. I said to the guy that became my boyfriend when we started seeing each other, uh, have you been seeing anyone else leading up to me? And he was like, yeah, like I was seeing a couple girls. And then I didn't think about it because I knew like whatever, I locked it down. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. But then I said to him, I said, you know, those two girls you were seeing when we started dating, um, did you like ever say anything to them about why you stopped asking them out and calling them? And he was like, no, I mean, like, they, like, both texted me a couple times, but, like, I kind of just, like, ignored it because I didn't know what to say. And I was like, okay. Now, here's the thing. Well, I don't want you calling girls that, like, you fucked before right now, and I and now it's too late. It's been, like, three months, and now you just come off as crazy. For future reference, what you should tell your friends and what men should know is that when they have been uh, like regularly 
boning you, they need to give you a heads up the next time you text them and they're seeing someone. That is such the classic thing to do is just to respectfully say, I've started seeing someone more seriously. Yeah. And to be responsible with people's feelings. But nobody does that. You know what I mean? No, they people should. do that. They should do that. But the majority of people don't do that. So, Well, because a, a lot of guys especially want to keep their options open. They're like, okay, I'll keep this ass on the back burner. Or they don't like communicating. It all comes back like nobody likes to communicate. Nobody wants to have to deal with that because it's like you have to rise to the occasion and walk through it and it's uncomfortable and you have to like – men don't like to do that. I mean not to be gender specific, but – this girl, sorry, I'm just jumping in. Is that okay? Fixating, please. This girl, it's like, I mean, I mean, I know she's struggling and it's really painful and all this stuff, but it's like, girl, where is your self-worth? You don't have any control about how he treats you. You don't have any control about him not reaching out to you and, and being respectful of your feelings. And But all you have control over are your own actions and your emotions. And I think with the with the drinking uh, you're kind of tapping out, and you're you're tapping, in, you're 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 moving forward with this like unconscious behavior that's not a good look. So you just have to like kind of find your self respect and your your self worth, and take all that energy. Again, it comes down to like you're putting all this energy into fixating and obsessing over this guy whose actions are telling you his that he doesn't care about you. He doesn't care. I don't know what he's up to. It doesn't matter. And you need to just ice him out. Stop engaging completely. Because you're never going to be satisfied. You're getting nothing from the guy. And and just try to take all that energy and put it into something that's beneficial to you. And I'd say like lay off the drinking. I okay. Really, you know? well, okay. Well, wait. So, all right. I'm going to like say, yes, lay off the drinking. Because yeah. obviously we know why this has happened, why the drinking's going on. But not when you call in to please advise. But, <laughs> it, yeah. But like in general, Lindsay, like you should not be getting sauced regular. I've made that mistake in my very young years and it was not a good look. Uh, but I have to call a little bit of a bullshit on the you get some self-worth thing because I'll tell you this and I write about this in my upcoming ebook, The Alcoholic Bitch You Ruined Your Life, which I believe came out yesterday. When we record this, I think it, I think it just came out yesterday. Lindsay, you definitely need a copy. Uh, it's tales of love, death, and rehab. But I talk about this in the book is that people always talk about like self-esteem and self-worth, like as if that's something that's built into all of us as humans. And like, it's, I find, I know you're supposed to quote unquote, fake it till you make it. But like, can I just point out that almost every single person who like, not to bring it back to my main girl, but to bring it back, Rihanna Went back to Chris Brown for as as long as she did, I believe, because there was a fundamental self worth issue there. So you can be fucking Rihanna and have, and I'm I'm sure Lindsay's lovely, yeah. but she's probably no Rihanna. Yeah. As am I. I'm not, and I've come to terms with that over a really long period of time. There was a long period of time where I deny that I was not like Rihanna, and I just want to say like. I think I am spiritually like Rihanna, but I don't think I look like Rihanna. Um, <laughs> but, and I'm being dead serious, because uh, I've just been meaning to publicly address it for a while. I talk about, I think that self-worth is like something that's like, you have to work so fucking hard at that. And I find it really like, not harmful, I think would be a crazy, uh, not a crazy word, it would just be extreme word. I find it sometimes the rhetoric around self-worth to be, this like impossibility like just you know, don't worry be happy like like what does that mean like get some self-worth like don't worry be happy like if those things were possible like wouldn't you do that it is you have to work really hard to get that stuff so Lindsay what I'd say is you gotta widen the dick net you gotta go on okay cubes 
you got to get some people. Yeah, go to therapy. Be going to therapy. Maybe see an acupuncturist, some sort of an energy healer, maybe some Reiki in the mix. And uh, But widen that dick nut because it sounds like you need to move on from this guy no matter what. And the only way to get rid of a fixation is to start a new fixation. That's healthy. That's <laughs> healthy advice. Right. You heard it here first. You heard it here first on police advice. Just replace your addiction <laughs> with another addiction. With a new addiction. Binge eating, uh, picking at your face, measuring the size of your thighs. You know, you know what I'm talking about. Um I know the self-worth thing. I know it took me, I've done all this stuff too that, that this caller has done. I've done it too. And it did take me so long to like, you know, and it's through therapy that it, but it, but it really does come to like, you have to get to a point. I know it's easier said than done. Like the self-worth thing. I'm just yeah. th- saying that cause it's like a sound bite self-worth, whatever. But like, if you I pay know. it, but if you really look at yourself and you're honest with yourself and you're not, and you're, you know, I'm sure being sober would help or just not being drunk one day or something mm-hmm. and look at where you're putting your attention and go, okay, what am I doing? Let me get really honest with myself. What am I doing? I'm doing this thing. You have, it's, it's like, you know what I mean? I'm not saying but like, like, you know how everyone it's has hard. herpes? Like yeah. 70% of people have herpes? They, 70, 99% don't have self-worth. No self-worth. I so know. I'm it's just, just, but that's you're why, right though. It's a working on it thing. But that's why please advise in places like Boy Crazy Radio and, and please advise <laughs> and Love Line or whatever. They can go fuck themselves. Whatever. Anyway, there's so much. I, I like do love Dr. Drew. I, I feel like they're a little misogynistic over there. Is that a word? Okay, I was making sure I'm saying it right. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't think Dr. Drew is, but He's I thought not, but it, Adam Carolla said the craziest thing I've ever heard on television in my well, life. It's not Adam Carolla anymore. No, but when it was. Catherine. Yeah. When it was. Now it's a guy that's like He's Adam Carolla light. Yeah. Right? Isn't yeah. he just like the same thing, but not him? But I'm all I'm saying is places like, you know, Please Advise, Boy Crazy Radio, whatever these, you know, we're here to kind of serve as a momentary spirit guide for you to kind of direct you into a, maybe a better direction, you being the best version of yourself you can possibly be. And that means like self-esteem just means going, okay, do I like how I feel right now? Oh, I don't? Well, maybe I've got to change something. Um, this guy is not treating me well. Maybe I should just ignore this guy because this guy sucks. You know what I mean? Like little little tiny steps, baby steps towards being kind to yourself or all the other highfalutin yeah. things my therapist tells me. And this goes back to something um, Jackie said during her podcast is like fake it till you make it. Well, yeah. So like fake thinking that you're the shit until you start believing you're the shit. But here's the thing is that she's introducing the alcohol, which is the thing that yeah. makes it hard to fake it. In fact, alcohol makes you keep it real, real. And sometimes crazy, like sometimes a very heightened version of whatever real is, but you're in like you are drowning out your ability to like have control over yourself when you're getting drunk like this, which is why you're blocking and unblocking and blocking. What I would do, I would delete his number from your phone, but as a backup, I want you to give it to your best friend and I want you to tell her to save it in her email and if you guys have a conversation where she, your best friend in good consciousness, consciousness, is that, I, that how do you, well, you know what I'm saying? If she will give you that phone number, then you can, then you can communicate with him. But right now, just be the fly one. Like, just be the fly one. That's like, to get a juice cleanse on Groupon, go get a colonic, like really clean that shit out, girl. Like you should maybe do hot yoga again, widen that dick net. Um, Tinder, okay, cute. Yeah, a Korean day spa always like people just <laughs> sweat that shit out. That. Yeah, just like scrub and get hit with branches and <laughs> all that fun 
stuff. They can hit you with branches at places like that. I think that actually might be Russian. I don't know. Wait, who's our icon that we can go, what would so-and-so do? Because it can't be Rihanna because she kept going back to Chris Brown. Would it be Madonna? Would it be Angelina Jolie Jolie? Look at us walking through our fear of not um, knowing how to pronounce stuff, by the way. I think that, okay. Who's, uh, our, who's our icon? Well, like, I, I emotionally always go to Dolly. But Dolly I know Parton? that she's not. But Dolly has had her ups and downs with, you know. She, first thing she does when she wakes up, puts her clothes on, goes home. Right? Yeah. That's a Dolly Parton joke. Yeah. Is that what she says? Yeah. That's whatever. Oh, my God. You guys say you love Dolly Parton? <laughs> well, here's the thing. Here. I, I do. Love, I do love her. <gasps> I'm just kidding. I've never heard that one, though. If, we, yeah. if you see her live, her it's basically 90% stand-up. No. But she does play nine instruments, and she plays all the hits. But she has, like, a stand-up routine that she does between every it's amazing when is she playing next we gotta get out of here she did the bowl a couple years ago she did i'm dying to go to dollywood what about Cher? oh i'm dying to too what would Cher do what about Cher? the chair Cher had sunnies no oh Cher, please uh what would Cher do that's what i'll say she's mean to uh chaz she was she's been a little cold to chaz listen so we don't have a spirit guy we don't have an icon to look up to we'll figure that out there's gotta be someone who's my who's my celeb crush sinead o'connor good at that stuff (laughs) she seems so angry yeah. Uh, oh, uh, yeah, no. And I like more femininity. That's just me. Well, I mean, I like I like women like Fiona Apple who are hurt as fuck. Like that's because I can relate to that. I don't know someone that's like so who like I think Prince is the closest thing to a woman that doesn't let people hold him down because he has a very feminine energy. I'm sorry, but the only person I can think of right now is Supreme Court Justice. Boring. <laughs> Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Listen. That's who you're going to have sex with. Have and have here, with here, here's the cool thing. We're trying to find some icon <laughs> to look up is to. with you? Like, what is? No, I know. Okay, so. But, like, even, like, Tina Fey has had, like, major insecurity issues. Like, think about it. Who's the one? Maybe that's the second question of the week. You guys, can you think of a woman? Who has not put herself repeatedly in a vulnerable place? You know what? This is why it's universal. But even these amazing, amazing women have gone through what this caller has gone through, or have been as vulnerable and yeah, raw like when it comes Oprah. to men. What yeah. about Cameron Diaz? She seems she had acne. <laughs> Isn't that cool? Isn't that so yeah, cool? Yeah, she has ser- like cystic and now she's real like, cystic acne. That Benji Madden guy. How did that happen? I know. I can't believe that she, happened. They got married. They got married and they're having a baby. She was all like, oh, "Wait, what about Chelsea Handler? I like Chelsea Handler." I don't uh, want to talk about this problematic. anymore. <laughs> problematic. Uh, so anyway, yeah, if you can think of something, of a woman who respects herself, please refer it to us and Lindsay. We'd really appreciate Good that. Good luck. You guys, I just found a cancer spot on my arm. That probably was already in the show. Okay, anyway, so we got a letter, and Alexi's going to read it. It's kind of awesome. Go. Coachella letter. I know everyone is tired of Coachella, but I loved Chrissy's episode. I had a very different experience since I went as a festival goer and was not sober. I camped, I saw some drums. Our camping neighbors were definitely meth heads. There were fights, a broken window, removal of teeth. If anyone is interested, I'd be happy to spill. Later, signed Coachella Girl. Okay, so if you didn't listen to our mini up with Chrissy the Front Turn, basically our Front Turn, Chrissy, who's addicted to um, amphetamines and benzos and is now recovering in a rehab center. Uh, she went to Coachella and was sober the entire time like a complete fucking nerd. So we are calling someone who got kind of buck wild at Coachy, and we're going to ask them, you know, about it. Hey, mystery party girl. It's Malls. Hi, Malls. How are you? 
I'm great. I'm here with my guest, Alexi Wasser, who's already cracking up. Girl, you have to get really close to this mic I'm at, by the way. Hey, mystery party girl. What are you wearing? Um, <laughs> my pajamas, kind of. I just got back from a workout. <laughs> Ugh, lie. Why did I just come back from a workout? Never or why mind. My, Never. My she said to lie. Like, <laughs> she wants you to, like, maybe do some, like, sexual role playing with us, which is not why you're here. You have very... Oh, um, no, I'm wearing a super sexy nightgown. <laughs> okay, there we go. That's the info we want. Um, now we're... Alexi's just furiously masturbating in the corner. Um, okay. <laughs> so, we... I know, I'm a monster. Um, all right, girl... So I'm very interested in particular in the meth heads that were next to you at Coachella that you mentioned in your letter. Can you tell me first just about that? Okay, yeah. So it was weird. Like, we got there late on Thursday, and, like, they were perfectly nice setting up and, like, helped us, like, let let us use their hammer to, like, take our shit in. And then, like, progressively, the weekend just got sketchier and sketchier. At one point, one of the guys, Randy, removed um, his four front teeth. What? And then was just, what? Like, <laughs> what? Yeah. Randy? Yeah. Oh, my God. His yeah. four... Why? Was he having problems with them, or did he just, like, not want them anymore? I think it was, like, because like, it was in the morning, and he... I don't know if they were, like, getting in the way of his drinking his morning beer or something. It was ridiculous. And then... Are you sure it wasn't, was... like, a flipper, like like a like a teeth retainer thing? Like, they weren't just fake No, teeth? it was... It was, um, I guess it would be like veneers, whatever to cover up mess teeth. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, wow. That's, that's, wow. So I really think that is meth. Because I was going to say, I don't think you do meth at Coachella. Like, if you are doing meth, I never just... actually, yeah. I never actually saw them doing meth. They did, like, dab, which is, oh, I, yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, that stuff is crazy. I see that shit on Instagram, and I don't know. I follow all these, like, stoners on Instagram who just, like, rip bongs in 15-second clips, and, like, they all do dabs. Uh, Yeah, I I smoked, like, a tiny bit one time, and I I had to, like, I was like, I'm sorry, I need to leave the party. Like, I'm going to be a mess. (laughs) So, wait, how old are you? I'm 26. And uh, do you work a real job? Like, do you go to work? I do. Yeah. I do. So what drugs did you do and how did it feel to be at work on Monday? <laughs> um, I did Molly and acid. Acid? Um, yes. Does, have you done acid before? I have. Okay, so how is that for you? Because that scares I, me. I know. It used to or it scared me too, but then, um, I don't know, I, my friend took it one year and he just seemed like, it didn't like freak him out or anything. And he was like super happy and whatever. So I ended up doing it, I think for the first time at treasure Island music festival, like a couple of years ago. And it's just like the best feeling ever. Everything's happy. And it like cracks you up. Um, like my friend saw like a discarded waffle on the ground on the way um, when we were walking into the festival while he was on acid and like could not stop laughing for 20 minutes. But, um, I don't know. It just made, it's kind of like Molly, like, uh, visuals are super cool but I've never taken like a shit ton of it and I've never had like a freak out so wait how was Monday then Monday was okay Monday was actually not bad because we spent the night on Sunday and drove up drove back Monday morning um so I just like ran home and showered and got in my work blazery thing and then so Monday wasn't too bad but Tuesday was when the like full 
body exhaustion hit and like brain cells were definitely not firing fully until about Thursday. Did you take 5-HTP and GABA? What's that? If you take 5-HTP and GABA, they're two vitamins you can get. They're like $5. They're good for general wellness, but essentially they help restore serotonin. So (laughs) just a tip. Oh, no, totally. I have a vitamin redfin too. (laughs) Okay, good, good. Yeah. Um, All right, so you said you saw fucking... I'm sorry. Did you say you saw fucking or did you see a breakup? Oh, um, we went, uh, it's, I couldn't tell really. Like <laughs> we all stayed in our tents because there was some crazy fight going down. And like, at one point this girl was just like screaming at someone saying like, don't you guys look fucking happy together. Like I want my four fucking grams of Molly. Like I was promised and like really a mess. And like, then all we hear is like glass shattering and then we wake up in the morning and our neighbors had um neighbors like obviously lifted truck um (laughs) their driver's side window had a huge hole in it like she had thrown a full bottle of beer through the window because she couldn't get her molly i love that story so much did you see them (laughs) again at any other point throughout the weekend like did oh, you- totally. She came over and she was like, uh, just be careful. There's glass over here. And we were like, yeah, we know. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So biggest hot mess at all of Coachella. What was the biggest hot mess you saw? For sure. Um, our female neighbor. I did feel bad for her because she was camping with her ex-boyfriend, but she's also a meth head and is not making good life choices. And like, they were obviously not, not doing so hot. He like threw a suitcase at her at one point. And I know, and we felt bad for her. So we went over and we're like, Hey, like, come to our campsite, like drink some water, like uh, calm down and like tried to help her out. And then she like, so she was like crying and like kind of trying to explain their situation and was saying it was her fault because she's camping with her ex-boyfriend. And I was like, no, stop. <laughs> um, and then within like, yeah, within like 30 seconds, she was like, do you guys want some Coke? And no, not at a music festival. Cocaine? Yeah, that I said to Chrissy, I said, being, that sounds like a nightmare, being on a music festival on cocaine. Especially while it's hot. And, like, you're all, I don't know. I get so amped up from the music anyway. Like, I feel like my heart would explode or something. You would say that cocaine is a cold weather drug, <laughs> is what you're saying. <laughs> um, Alexi, not a desert drug. Um, Alexi, do you have uh, questions? I do. Were you there with a with a guy or were you rolling single? Oh, I was single, but um, I have most of my friend group. I work in a pretty male dominated industry, and I'm really good friends with all we my all co-workers, do. So we, we all, all do. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, so I was there with a bunch of dudes, but I was single. Okay, so did you have any romantic rendezvous while you're uh, while you're on Molly? No, no. I mean. No, I tend to go for just the music. And then, like, also hooking up with Coachella seems kind of skeezy to me. Although my best friends met at Coachella and got married. Well, good for them. Yeah. All right. I don't know. I still feel like going back to someone's tent all dirty and sandy just does not sound fun to me. (laughs) Hmm. Yeah, you're right. That does. Actually, I I would. Bonnaroo is the last place I would hook up to. But for some reason, because I love Bonnaroo so much, I find like Bonnaroo weddings and like Bonnaroo families that now have babies to be like the cutest thing in the whole world. Um, I think. No, I totally think it's adorable. And I'm sure I mean, I would be down, I guess, 
if I met the right one. But we'll see. <laughs> happen. Um, and that's not what I was like there for. Ex- that's right. You were there for the music, the drugs, and the you time. And do you want to know what? I like those things too. That's what I would have been about too. I would not be looking for love at Kochi. That's not my style. Um, all right, hon. Yeah. Well, you made good life choices, and I'm proud of you. And, you know, just for the younger people listening, um, I don't think either of us condone your behavior over this weekend. I don't condone my own behavior. Don't. <laughs> but we're not advocating for it. But if that's a lifestyle choice you want to make, I mean, God bless. I am very safe about it. Like, I have a very good source, and I test everything and um, don't take anything random. And it's like a once. It's not as frequent. I do it because I'm going to a music festival, pretty much. I'm not, like, dropping acid on a Sunday. Listen, <laughs> you live to talk about it, and that's all that matters. And it's nice to meet you. Exactly. All nice right, to meet girl. you, too. I'm a huge fan. Oh, oh, good. That's the best thing you've said this whole time. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, no, no, no. It's probably true. Girl, buy my ebook. All right, tell your friends. I already did. I okay. already did. Buy another one and tell. <laughs> buy one for your uh, like uh, all your friends at Coachella. Um, all your <laughs> all your coachy hookups. Okay, I'll talk to you okay. soon. Awesome. Thank you. All right. I don't know if we'll really talk soon, but <laughs> all right. <laughs> no, probably not. <laughs> but Bye. so maybe someday again. Bye. <laughs> Perhaps. So that was a great call. Alexi, did you like that? I loved it. (laughs) I mean, here's the thing is that I try to share all sorts of lifestyles here on Please Advise, such as when we had our juggalo caller. And I want more of you who feel like you specialize in some sort of a good time or club or subculture or whatever it is to call the pod. We're 323-450-7408. Just tell us like what you think you're an expert about and maybe we'll take a call with you. Like obviously Mystery Party Girl she seems reasonably well-versed on how to have a fun time at a music festival, unlike Chrissy the Front Turn. All right, you guys, that was episode 40 of Please Advise. I had so much fun. Alexi, did you have fun? I think I had fun. Did you guys have fun out there? I Oh, I know they did. They all touch themselves if they listen to this, like even in traffic. Like, do you know how many Please Advise car accidents there's been? Who's my slept crush? You never told me. Uh, Who should I have a I crush mean, on? I, I just think, um, what about like an elder statesman? Uh, what about like, um, like a George Clooney? Who do you see me with? He's married. Do you like Keith Morrison from Dateline? No. (laughs) Who's that guy? Would he like me? Listen, I think he's a really interesting character. You'd probably die if he read you a bedtime story. I don't know why your husband would be reading you a bedtime story. I like it. Sounds romantic. I'll think about it. Thanks guys. Okay, cool. Yeah. Tweet it to Lexi or her celebrity crush should be. I don't know. Like what are... What are, like, hot guys? Ezra from Pretty Little Liars. Ezra from Pretty Little Liars. You like Ezra from Pretty Little Liars? I actually have met him in real life, and he's a nice guy, so yeah. Okay, tweet me at Alexi Wasser. I was covering something, so yeah. Would you do, like, a Bradley Cooper moment? I feel like his nose is too pointy, and he likes himself too much. Do you know what I mean? See? You're like me where I can be critical. I don't give a fuck how famous you are. I if I don't like what I'm seeing and your soul yeah. mixed Ooh, together. I, I, yeah, it doesn't feel good. He just seems like he it. likes himself so much. Anyway, I he would get, watch himself I don't in the mirror. Get it when people are like, "Well, like I just think they're like in a like a pretty person." And I'm like, "You like are just like you don't have any. You don't have to care emotionally at yeah. all. You've never had like, to work for interested. it." I want Christina doesn't care. I want want, two types of people. I want an emotionally available 40 something. I want like a genius writer, creator guy who gets me, wants to be monogamous and it's like emotionally available, but like 
I don't know. Anyway, whatever. Just tweet me your thoughts, guys. And then I'll try to date those guys you suggest. Oh, I like that. I, <laughs> I do. I don't know what else to say. I feel like, oh. That's what really about funny. like, uh, who's James Franco's little brother? Dave, Dave Frank- Franco. Well, you're only, like, these are like these beautiful nubile dewy dudes that I just would feel like I'm an ugly monster. So naked. that feels like dating a gummy bear to me. Totally. Like, do you know what I mean? Totally. Like, it just like. I wouldn't be able to take it seriously. I'd be like, oh, look at you, you little gummy bear. Like, get in my pocket. Okay, you guys can call us at 323-450-7408. We want your updates. Lindsay, honey, I need to hear a part two of that. Email askpleaseadvise at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram. We're on Facebook. Join the group. I'm an administrator. I know that, but I've never done anything about it. Actually, I think I posted one thing to it. You guys need to uh, subscribe to us on iTunes and leave us a review. And by the way, we're on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash please advise. And there's something kind of funky going on with our numbers. SoundCloud changed the way that they count uh, the total listens. So I just want to, it's now like they're not counting things like iTunes, et cetera, before they were. I don't, I don't want you to think that you're one of like 142 people listening to this podcast. Um there's so there's like at least 500 of you. Um <laughs> Alexi, thank you so much. Do you have a piece of free advice for people out there? Something that like you think they maybe need to know that they otherwise wouldn't have known if you hadn't just taught them? Goodness. Well, you should listen to my podcast. This is just me plugging. That's not really good advice. Uh, which is called Boy Crazy Radio. Uh my advice is this is something I had to learn. Uh, a few things. Don't say yes to everything. You're allowed to say no. The power of saying no is so important because all your time and energy will be sucked from you if you don't learn to stop Especially hanging out. Especially anal. Especially when it comes to anal, you guys. Um, and then what else? Oh, yeah. Take guys. I mean, I don't know who's listening. Mainly girls, maybe. Take girls and gays. Take guys <laughs> off the pedestal and realize that you decide if you like someone and you don't have to worry so much about like, oh, does he like me? Oh, my God. Am I good enough? Am I skinny enough? Am I smart enough? Am I cute enough? Am I blah, blah. It's like. Fucking take him off the pedestal and decide if you like him because, you know what I mean? You have a say. That's all I can think of. I don't know. I love it. I love you guys. You're, I think that was great advice. Very heartfelt. Very wonderful. And um, that's the end of episode 40. Bye. Bye.